This is the St. Longinus's Baptism Podcast Channel. This is going to be the Principles of Spiritual Warfare, uh, episode number three. But first, a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. All that I am, all that I have, and all that I do shall be consecrated to the service, honor, glory, and exaltation of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Sacred Heart of Jesus, and the Heavenly Kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray. Immaculate Heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred Heart of Jesus, please pray for us. Amen. So, it's been a while since I touched on this uh, particular uh, subject. And... I was going over um, some notes in my journal and basically um, God put it in my heart to basically um, talk about this particular um, idea that I had. So if you give me a minute, I got to look up my, my idea here, or it's not mine, it's God's. Oh, here we go. Okay, so um, when I wrote this, I was reading, I was reading the book, Spiritual Combat, a treatise on peace of soul. I'm going to put that in the show notes if you if you hear this and you think that it sounds like an interesting concept. So, the three cornerstones of the spiritual life. The three cornerstones of the spiritual life are um, penances, mortifications, and spiritual reading. Oh, and by the way, um, this subject is much deeper than what I'm going to cover in this episode. Basically, um, I'm going to give a brief outline, and hopefully if it touches you, you will do the necessary research. So anyway, um, penances, mortifications, and spiritual reading. Now, for those of you who may be new to the spiritual life or uh, are listening to this to get an idea of what I'm talking about, when I say penances, uh for those of you who are uh, Catholics, when I say Catholics, I mean set of contests. Penances, it, it's, it's basically like Lent, where you give up, well, f- for Lent, most people only give up one thing. Um, in the spiritual life, you can give up more than one thing depending on um, w- what you feel you can 
handle. But basically, a penance is uh, something that you give up for God's sake. And when I say this, you know, Lent is, Lent is temporary, okay? So when people give something up for Lent, they give up something they really like for 40 days. And then when Easter comes, they get to go back and uh, to the thing that they love. Um, in the spiritual life, though, if you're, if you're planning on getting deep into the spiritual life, Lent should be every day of the year. And so when you do a penance, it should not be for, you could start off at 40 days. Don't get me wrong, but your goal should be to give up something you love altogether. And when I say that you love, I'm talking about something that the Catholic church does not necessarily say you shouldn't do. And I think in another episode, I used the uh, example of video games. So I'll use that example. So if you love video games, I mean, you really enjoy video games. If you want to get deeper into the spiritual life, you shouldn't just do it for Lent. You should give it up altogether. Or if you... You know, you're you're a moderate drinker and you really love the taste of wine or scotch. And you decide, well, I want to go deeper in the spiritual life. You should give up whatever it is that you love that is not um that is not um against the the laws of the Catholic Church. For, for the love of God, you should try to give them up. The next are mortifications. Now, mortifications, hold on, let me, let me go back a minute. With penances, it's also um, prayers and devotions. Um, if you want to get deeper in the spiritual life, say you do two or three prayers a day, you should be trying to increase your prayers. If you do the rosary and you do it maybe once a week, once every couple of weeks or whatever, you shouldn't try to increase your rosary time. Okay, so mortifications. Basically, that has to do with... Um, denying yourself creature comforts. Now, and even if they're lawful, you know, you should, you should try to increase your mortifications. And the reason why mortifications are so important in the spiritual life, I mean, everything I'm talking about here is important in the spiritual life, but the reason why mortifications are very important is because if you're as carnal minded as I am, basically 
Satan doesn't even need to send any of his minor demons to mess with you. Your own flesh is going to be your downfall. Um, you know, um, so, and, and, and part of the mortifications too is, is asking, uh, Lord Jesus and his blessed mother to help you to stay consistent in your mortifications. Now, having said that, if you, um, you know, if, if, Let's just say you're trying to take cold showers. That's one of your mortifications. And one day you take a hot shower. And after you take it, you're like, oh, man, I, you know, uh, I took a hot shower. I, I failed in my mortification. No, you didn't fail. You, you took a step back that day. The key is, is to get back and... Go back to taking the cold showers and asking for Lord Jesus and Mother Mary's help. Um, now, the cold showers was uh, one of the mortifications. Um, another mortification is is cutting down on your meals. Um, You know, if say like you eat three meals a day, um, you might want to cut it down to two. And if you're feeling particularly ambitious, maybe down to one. And if there are large meals that you have, you might want to cut down on the amount. Um, so, um, those. Those are some examples of mortification. Um, I can I could probably list more, but I just want to give you guys the idea of what I'm talking about, and hopefully, uh, the Holy Ghost will uh, push you to want to research this topic. And the last thing is spiritual reading. There are, and this is the great thing about being Catholic, is that many of the saints, many of the priests and the hierarchy of the Catholic Church prior to 1960, of course, um, are... Uh, There, there, there are plenty of books available on how to increase your spiritual life. And it has been said by a saint, I think it might have been St. Alf, Alphonse Liguri, but I'm not entirely sure. But basically he says that anyone who does not do spiritual reading is not going to make it to heaven. Um... I covered this in a previous episode, but once again, um, oh, I'm not going to assume that anyone that's listening to this has listened to any of my previous episodes. But basically, if you have a learning disability or 
you have dyslexia, you have some sort of ailment, either mental or physical, that literally keeps you from being able to read, um, there are books on tape that you can listen to. And if you can read, but you don't like reading, well, my gentle suggestion would be to consider it a mortification or a penance. You know, you're doing something that you don't like out of love for God. Now, the reason why in the spiritual life and and basically, like I said, these the last three things that I listed, they are basically your cornerstones to the spiritual life. And basically, the reason why, you know, if you want to grow in spirituality, you do these things is because what's uh if you are um if you are um, practicing these principles, it'll give you spiritual strength in prayer. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is the more pure that you are in heart and mind, the, the, the less the less garbage your prayers have to go through to get to God. And if you are practicing those three principles, you're going to get closer to God. The closer to God you get, the more favors he's going to grant you. So let's just say you have a loved one who is basically uh, stubborn in their refusal um, to become a, a true Catholic. Well, the stronger you get in your spiritual life, the better chance you have of um, of getting their conversion. And by the way, when I say this, um, I'm not trying to suggest that you're doing all the work. You're basically the reason you do the three principles is is to purify yourself enough that God can work through you. So no, you're not doing the work. God is working through you. But in order to work through you, you need to be purified. And another reason to do this to, to, to practice the spiritual life and try to get as good as you possibly can is for the simple reason that as you grow in the spiritual life, understanding spiritual concepts and discerning what the Holy Ghost and uh, divine providence are doing are also strengthened. So once you get a little stronger in the spiritual life, 
things that you would normally, when you were more carnal-minded, and when I say carnal, I just mean secular-minded, that you, you know, things that you thought may have been coincidence or happenstance or whatever, you will be able to see that, no, actually, this is divine providence or this is the Holy Ghost working for uh, through you. Or, and I'm going to speak in my case, um, you could look back at past events that were horrendous and realize that, yes, these things were horrendous, but they actually made you a better person in the future once you weren't so close to the horrendous event. In other words, I hate to use an old cliche, time heals all wounds. But if you're strong in the spiritual life, you're going to understand that, um, you know, that this, this was divine providence that was helping you uh, make you a better pro- uh, person. Uh, I'll be right back. I apologize. I had to step away for a minute. So, I'll end on this note because I basically covered, I knew that this wasn't going to take a a lot of time. Um, So basically, uh, I'll leave you with this thought. It is very easy in the spiritual life to fall into the trap of self-sufficiency and forgetting that on your own you can do nothing and that Lord Jesus and Mother Mary, um, they are your spiritual helps. And it's very easy to forget that without their spiritual help or the help of the saints, basically, if you were left to your own devices, you would still be the same person that you were when you started out. So just remember, and for you younger generation out, generations out there, this is going to sound harsh, but it's true. Always remember, you are nothing. And, you know, given the way society is nowadays, um, I am sympathetic to why people may find that last statement uh, offensive. But trust me, in, it should be your motto in the spiritual life. So anyway, guys. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for giving me your time. I also want to thank you um, sorry (laughs) Um, I thank you for your time. I thank you for listening. Um, I hope that you find this beneficial and informative And I just want to say, I'm praying for you all. 
I would like to see more people get to heaven. And I do care about you. God bless you. Have a good day. Bye-bye.